Hey everyone, it's Carl. Before we get started, I want to let you know that I have a new podcast out called Alchemix Bar Diaries, where I tell you my thoughts that go through my brain about bartending techniques, theory, and anything to do related to the bartending world. We just started. I would love to have you come over, take a listen. The link for it is in the description of any podcast player you're listening to this to. And yeah, go check it out. Now let's get the show started. All right. Everyone in the service industry has a story. Crazy customers, wild orders, and WTF moments. Do you want to start a tab? The podcast here to bring you those tales from behind the bar. My name is Carl. I have some bartending experience more than Riley. Oh, you're Riley. Sorry. Yeah. Okay. My name is Riley. I have less experience than Carl bartending. Just by a little bit. Just by a little bit. So on this lovely little podcast, we like to read bartender stories off Reddit or other places. The internet serves us well and rate them on a story or shit. I fucked that all up. Yeah. So we like to read stories yes. about bartender life mm-hmm. through the eyes of the guest or the bartender. Talk about who the asshole, who the hero is, and maybe how the situation could have been handled differently. Have some fun times and then rate it on a scale of one to five. One being your average bar story, five being an extreme, unique situation you might not have ever seen before. So that's what we do. Yes. In a very long way of getting there. Yes. And a lot of times we have a guest. And we, oh, nice little segue there. Yeah. Good way. And we have a guest today. Yes. Do you know our guest's name? Why don't you introduce our guest? <laughs> we have Mr. Tyler Campbell of Dubuque, Iowa, sitting in studio as our second guest. How are you doing today, Tyler? Not too bad, guys. Thank you for the introduction. It was, it was a media. It was. I don't even know what I'm going to say. I'm going to skip that part. So, anyways, Tyler, yeah. you are you were a bartender at a lovely venue called Smokestack here in Dubuque, Iowa, for a little bit. Correct? Yes, sir. And I miss every second of it. Right. It is. It is one of the more unique places for uh, a bar because it's like a three-story art. I don't. You describe what Smokestack is to people. So the Smokestack is a, like Carl was saying. It's a three-story building. Uh, the first floor is the main bar. The second bar or second story is more like an art venue mm-hmm. with a bar attached to it. Yep. And the third floor is pretty much a, a, a nice view. Pretty much a, a rooftop. Patio, yeah. A rooftop. Yeah, it's got like fake grass on top, and they normally have like acoustic shows and folk music playing up there. It's got a beautiful view of the courthouse. Um, Sometimes they do EDM up there. Yep, yep. Yep. Latin night and all that kind of fun stuff that they do. Yep, it's an old school uh, smokestack. I I know they used to do something with milk there. Pasteurized milk. Pasteurized milk and stuff. It's just a unique building because it's very old and it's still... a building you can walk into. Yeah, another fun fact about the smokestack is it is... On top of an Indian burial ground. Right. Yeah. Interesting. They they advertise the shit out of that. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. It's people love their haunting thing. You know, like who is this place haunted? Yeah. So, so speaking of hauntings and stuff like that, I don't know if that's speaking of because that was a terrible segue. Yes. I'm not on my game. No. Today. Not at all. We're shooting over par today. <laughs> so, I don't even know why I made a golf restaurant. I don't golf. You don't golf. You golf. <laughs> no. So who fucking knows? But you have your uh, you have a podcast. Of, you know, I think you have half the city of Dubuque as a host on that podcast. Yes, I do. Yes, uh, I have about seven co-hosts. Uh, we're called the Men of Misfortune. Um, we, it's one show with three different segments. We cover anime, true crime, and bizarre news stories. Each show has three to four co-hosts on it. 
uh, all comedy. We get absolutely plastered while doing it and have a good time. Nice. Sounds like what we do on this podcast. Absolutely. <laughs> this drink is delicious, by the way. So see, that was that's a good segue. What right. are we drinking? What are we drinking? <laughs> we are drinking called, I call it self-care, named after the Mac Miller song, self-care. So it is uh, tequila reposado with lime juice, passion fruit juice, and then I make this Thai or Jat, which is a coconut almond syrup infused with lemongrass, ginger, and Thai chilies. So it's got a nice big agave forward uh, spirit taste with some passion fruit. And then you got a creamy, spicy, delicious. The, the spice definitely shows mm. every yeah. sip I take. It's delicious. Right. And it's not like overly spicy. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's just a, just a little bit of a kick at the end. Hello. That's yep. what it is. <laughs> so. All right. This might be the start of a train wreck today, I think. For us, so oh, our day is our absolutely going to be a train wreck. So we are going to try to do two more podcast episodes yes. and film some YouTube videos today. So we'll see how far we get from there to into here. that to do list. I'm for it. Let's do it. <laughs> Full day. Let's go. <laughs> All right, Miss Taylor. Yes, Mrs. Bush. Ew. Would you like to read? <laughs> <laughs> I did not change my last name when we got married. <laughs> I wouldn't either. I almost took your fucking last name. <laughs> Carl Taylor. I think I had an uncle named Carl Taylor. <laughs> it's a sign. Go ahead and do it. What's uh, Elizabeth Taylor? Kind of like I, I'm gonna have my own clone and be like the. Oh yeah. You know, Carl Taylor. Oh yeah. Mm -hmm. That's a good ring to it. Does it? Carl Bush. Carl Taylor. Mm. We'll put that. I, I feel like Carl Bush is more like a NASCAR driver. Right. It is <laughs> Kurt Bush, motherfucker. I know it sucks. <laughs> zoom zoom. Ali can drive left hand, or I can only make left hand turns. It takes us forever to get somewhere. <laughs> Fucking Zoolander <laughs> reference. I fucking love it. <laughs> All Good right. Lord. All right. Choo choo. Yeah. So I will start with a story that I found on uh, the Server Life subreddit. Ooh. It was posted by the user timely underscore economy 4314. And it was from 10 days ago. So it's a very recent story. I don't think the ink's even dry on the paper yet. And I'm going to tell you guys, I'm going to preface this by saying this is not an uncommon story, but it's really fun to read. Okay, perfect. <laughs> the title is Lead Bartender Snorted Cocaine Off Server's Breasts in the Walk-In Freezer. Yes, yes, <laughs> yes. <laughs> so they saw me last night. I don't have breasts. I have man You also don't have servers. <laughs> yeah, All right. Anyway. So I was serving, why, why do I feel like I can't hear? Um, let me start over. So I was serving last night and we were busier than normal due to a concert getting out and it was all hands on deck for a Wednesday. When things started to die down around eight, I walked to the back to hit my vape and walked in as another server was back there with the bartender and her shirt was pulled up as he was sniffing cocaine off of her exclamation point like they're surprised. <laughs> it was the most random slash wild thing I've seen here, LOL. They were both surprised as hell to see me, and they offered me one, but I didn't partake, so I just laughed it off. I am concerned about them doing that so openly, but I don't really feel like I need to report it. Anyways, the server texted me this morning, making sure I haven't told anyone, and offered to make it worth my while. But I am at a loss for what to say, lol. Probably just shouldn't do that somewhere you can't lock the door. I'm not going to judge them. No. I'm not. I can't. I can't. They're just having a good time at work. I feel more judgmental towards the OP because they are so shocked that this happened. 
Right. Like, is this your first bar job? Yeah. <laughs> is this you, your first job in the industry? Yeah. I, you know, the only thing I have to do is give them props that they didn't straight up snitch, like, right off the mm-hmm. bat. They right. went to Reddit, which kind of sucks, but, like, you know, at least there's some... Anonymous. Yeah, there's some anonymity. <laughs> I don't well, even think I said that word right, but fuck it. Anonymity. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> She'll correct you, don't worry. It's fine. Yeah. <laughs> I, I wonder if we can do some... Invest- you get, okay, you guys can do this on your podcast. You can mm-hmm. take this story... And they do some detective work. And so it was 10 days ago, right? So that means she probably wrote this only a day or two after this happened. So maybe go back two weeks ago. See what concerts in the United States were on Wednesdays. Start pinpointing. <laughs> what Are we going to track this woman down <laughs> and ask her questions? questions? And then go to the bartender server like, hey, I'll take their bump. <laughs> I will take one drug, please. I will, one drug, please. <laughs> that would be hilarious. We just figure out, well, they're either in... You know, Baltimore or Seattle, or there was this one concert in Austin, Texas. Wait, because it's 8 p.m., so then you got to see what concert started about yeah. between 7 and 8.30. I feel like we need to get our detective cat, <laughs> detective hats on and, and really find out who did this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm, uh, but I mean, but then again, think about it. You could have any concert that was on a Wednesday 10 days ago. And go to any bar that's close to the venue and probably have had this happen. Exactly. <laughs> so yeah. It's not. Yeah. But I, okay, I will say this. In all honesty, in my years of bartending, I've never seen anyone do Coke at work that was an employee. <laughs> I, I was at one specific restaurant that was kind of like an American Italian restaurant where I only worked Fridays and Saturdays and I saw it every shift. Really? But it wasn't Coke, it was mozzarella cheese. <laughs> no, it was Def Coke. <laughs> <God> damn. <laughs> well, see, I, I worked at Winifred's, uh-huh. Seven Hills, and uh, and now the hotel. Yeah. And now that I think about it, I actually have to re- retract my statement because there was a Mother's Day where we were pretty dead at one of those three places. <laughs> and two of the three employees. Are just back there just doing rails. Mm-hmm. I'm proud of them. Right. So, like, this is not uncommon, but I got to tell you, working t- inbound tech support mm-hmm. and sales, mm-hmm. I saw more cocaine there yep. in six months that I, than I have ever even, like, seen in movies in my life. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> it was terrible. <laughs> there, I had one coworker who would consistently be every, every chance they got. Just clearing like, it every single. Go sing- to the car. Go to the car. Go to the car. Oh my Go god! To the car. I was like, "You're spending all of your, um, all of your commissions, commissions, yeah, on cocaine to make more commissions. <laughs> you buy more cocaine. I mean, that's the way to do it. It's it's the the, the process. You know, you, you got to buy your drugs some way. So you got to do more work. And whenever you do the more work, you get the drugs. You get do the drugs. Now you're doing more work. Now you're out of money. So now you gotta, if you want to keep doing more drugs, you got to do more work. It's a vicious life cycle. <laughs> they, the circle, they, they, the circle I feel of like life. They, yeah, I yeah. feel like they figured it out, though. Right. You know, that's why I bet if you take, that'd be funny, you take the, the top 10% sales in whatever, like, you know, phone jobs or whatever like that and do drug tests on them. What top 10%, how many? Didn't you know? Gordon Ramsay do all that on an episode of, like. He did that on a Sunday uh, at one of his restaurants. He went, yeah, he went, he went in and bathroom, tested the bathroom. And checked he found he, it. Yeah. And he's like. It's Sunday. Why are our employees doing coke on a Sunday? (laughs) (laughs) You know, but I don't know. What about uh, what about you when you worked for Smokestack? Did did you I mean, because it's a okay. it's a pretty pretty, hippie liberal type bar. Uh, No, I 
I used to do a lot of Adderall when I would bartend. I wouldn't yeah. do it at work. I'd do it before work, you know, get the jitters in and, right. and you know, just focus on work. Keep you moving. Yeah. Uh, I, I'm a big Adderall taker. So like when I'm even even today, I still do a lot of it. But um, as for like cocaine, anything crazy that's, you know, pretty, pretty frowned upon. Right. No. Nope. Yeah. I Yeah. It's. Weed, of course, you know, that's a big one, but that's just general. Like, I think everyone and their mom does that, you know. Mm. I feel like I might have seen some on the bathroom sink now that I'm thinking about it on the first floor. Because they've got a big, like, granite countertop Uh around the sink. And I feel like I've seen, like, residue when, like, cleaning up, closing up for the night. So there's a good chance. Yeah, I'd just be interesting to walk in. You just see one of your servers tits out, and some guy just just snort right off that motherfucker. Right. And then what? The next day, when she goes, she would you know she offered to make it worth their while to keep the mouth shut. Like, is she just giving him like a handy or giving him a little bump or like? I mean, it it just sounds like it was the lead bartender ripping a line off of her chest. No. What was she going to do to make oh, sure to make it worth yeah. the while? Yeah. What surprise at the end of the I, rainbow? I guarantee right. you, as a server, she was going to throw tips at him. Like, here's cash. Right. Yeah, here's five hundred bucks. Shut your fucking mouth. Or here's right. here's fifty bucks. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's not that big of a deal. No, right. because I mean, really, the stakes are low. <laughs> yeah, even if you went to a supervisor and you're like, "Hey, uh, I caught these people doing drugs," they're like, "Keep your fucking mouth shut." Right. Right. Just keep your. It's just, like Fight Club. You don't talk about Fight Club. Right. <laughs> Fuck no. <laughs> it's so funny. Like we have this joke, Riley and I do. Like you know, if I'm super tired, I'm like just super exhausted. But I still got like six hours. I'm just like, I need a bump. You know, like and I'm just like joking that I need a bump. Like that's all. Like I just need something <laughs> to get me through this rest of my five right. hours because energy drinks are not fucking cutting no. it, and I don't want gut rot. Right. No. I don't want gut rot when I'm fucking making drinks. And all of a sudden, I gotta go to the bathroom. And coffee makes us take a nap, so yeah. we can't do coffee. Right. So, but no. All right, so, so our ratings. Wait, hang on. Go ahead. One of the one of my favorite mm-hmm. parts of this post was the t- the top three comments. Okay. The first one. So a normal day in a restaurant cooler. <laughs> <laughs> Number two. I mean, it's commonly used for crying, so at least somebody was having a good time instead. <laughs> right. Touche. <laughs> and the last one. I mostly scream in there. I like to cry in front of my tables. <laughs> <laughs> There's this meme, or uh, that Matthew guy from Wisconsin who does all the comedy skits on Instagram Reels or whatever. Anyways, uh, there was one like showing the new bartender around. He opens up the cooler. This is where <laughs> keep everything, and he's just one co-worker just crying in the cooler. Like, we'll come back later. <laughs> but I've not seen that either. Crying in the in the, You've in the cooler. Oh, too. I've cried in a walk-in. Yeah. <laughs> How many times have you cried in the walk-in? Never. Never. Not once. I worked at a, a Ruby Tuesdays as a server, and it's probably the only serving job I've ever had. And there would be times I'd want to punch people in the face, but I'd just walk in, just scream, and then walk right back out and be like, hey, how can I help you? Right. Here's my smile. Yep. Get fucked. Yeah, it was my first day, and I tripped going up the stairs. Oh, brutal. And dropped an entire tray of uh, dirty dirty dishes from a table I'd bust. Mm-hmm. And I was like, <sighs> <laughs> I cleaned it up and I went in the rock, walking and cried. Okay, but were you having a bad day prior to that situation? Oh, it was terrible. Terrible? Yeah. Oh my fucking God. This is, the, this is the same restaurant where I would see cocaine every day. So it was mm. like, it was a shit show. Management was not managing. Um, it was my first day by myself and they stuck me with a section and, they, and the host kept triple seating me. <sighs> and I was like, I'm... I'm pretty good at 
managing stress and time mm-hmm. when it comes to serving. I, I picked it up quickly, but like not at that restaurant that no. quickly. And everybody was mean. Yeah. So is this restaurant still open today? I think they've. The, the restaurant is still a restaurant. It is not owned by the same people. Nor it adds is, up. Yeah, nor does it offer the same offerings. It adds up. Damn. Yeah, checks out. Yeah. <laughs> it was, yeah. yeah. I know those people. Yeah. So. Yay. <laughs> I still wanted to do it, but I'm not going to. So. Okay, on a rating scale, one to five. Tyler, what do you think? on your Through your eyes... One being, like I said, just, oh, this happens. I hear about this all the time. Yep. So five being like, nope, I've That's never heard. That's the crazy story. I've heard. Hearing, yeah. hearing about it, I'm going to give it uh, probably like a 2.5 to a three because, like, this is a pretty common occurrence. Right. I feel like cocaine is very heavily used in the, the waiting, mm-hmm. bartending, cooking aspect. But right. hearing it, like... Having walked in and seen it, I feel like that's what probably knocks it up to that three. Right. Yeah. So you're gonna go three. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yep. I I agree. I think walking in on it, seeing it, and then one of the two uh, texting you, make sure you haven't said anything, and offering right. to, you know, give you something to shut your mouth, mm-hmm. knowing right. what that is. I mean, the confirmation of the next day, I think, uh-huh. is what does it. Right. Yeah. I agree. I would do a three also. Uh. Man, I I really just can't give this more than like a one point eight. I can't really offer well, kids she, she in the has, cooler. She has like a, a Scarface type background. I feel like she's <laughs> right. so so numb to drugs. It's, <laughs> like, it's okay. Who offered it? You think the server goes up to the bartender like, "Hey, Mister Bartender, I got some coke. You want to do it off my tits real quick?" Or does the bartender like, "Hey, Steph, you know, I can't find a clean countertop in this <laughs> right. fucking place to save my life." <laughs> right. See, so. In what I'm guessing is that the the bartender and the server are fucking because mm. it's That's restaurants true. are cesspools. Yeah, and. They're just uh, spicing the, up their sex life. Well, the bartender had cocaine. The server wanted some, and that's how she got it. Right. And I don't. <sighs> the only <laughs> the only reason this is more than a one to me because I have walked in on it on a number of occasions. Like that's not shocking to me at all. Right. But um. It's the naivety of the OP. Mm-hmm. Right. Like, yeah. is this is this your first day? It has to be. <laughs> has to be. Has to be. So I'm going to go 1.8, but I know I'm outside the norm, but I, it, it it's my experiences. And it's all good. You've seen it. You walked yeah, in on multiple I've times. I've seen it. You've seen it. <laughs> oh, if you have a better drug-fueled bartender story. Oh, please send it. Please send it our way. <laughs> we have in the description of any podcast platform, we have a subreddit called Do You Want to Start a Tab? Leave your... Lovely little story on there. We would love to read it for everyone, discuss it, talk about it, and yeah, have some fun with it. So again, any podcast platform, do you want to start a tab? And while you're on that platform, leave us a five-star review. We'd love to keep that growing. We have 12 five-star reviews on Spotify. That's what's up. And I have not checked uh, Apple because I don't have an iPhone, so it's actually a pain in the ass to go check it on desktop. Mm -hmm. So. But last time I saw, we had four stars or four five-star ratings on there, which is great. We appreciate everyone for listening to this lovely podcast. And if you haven't heard, we just hit our 1,000 download episodes. So we'd like to thank everyone for listening, sharing, and doing the things that we don't ask of you. But we do ask it of them. We do. Yeah, I know. That's supposed to be funny. It's the hustle. Riley's rolling her eyes very hard at me Is this the crickets button? It is, but it's not on because I turned it down. (laughs) (laughs) All right, Tyler, 
Mr. I have to phone my story in to my fellow friends. Oh, man. What do we got today? All right. For context, I most of the time when I drink with the buddies, with the guys, uh, I have a bad tendency to black out. It's it's a regular occurrence for me. Um, you should find new friends. I know. No, I think I got the good ones. I think I found <laughs> the good ones out of the bunch. Uh, so I was out with... Uh, Two, two friends, uh, one of them being one of my co-hosts, Jake. He is n- a notorious alcoholic. Uh, we had a buddy in town, and we decided to go downtown to Dubuque. You know, uh, I told the the wife, hey, I'll be back probably around 12. Well, 2 o'clock rolls around, and I'm still out with the guys, and I'm shit-faced. Uh, we stop at, I think, the whiskey or something, and we get this drink called the Three Dead Nazis. And I, do you know how to make that? Do you know what's the, in the three dead Nazis? Yeah, it's like Jägermeister, yeah. uh, schnapps, mint schnapps, and something else. Yeah, I mean, it makes Gold, sense. Goldschlager or something. Yeah, probably. It's probably Goldschlager, Rumpelmints, and Jaeger. It is by far the worst fucking drink I've ever had in my entire life. We did shots of it, and I, at that point, I was over my limit, and I was completely fucked. Uh, so it became time to leave. The bar's closing. We're getting ready to head out. We walk outside. And there's a cop parked across the street at the Julian where he's normally parked at. Mm-hmm. I see this cop. I know we're all fucked up. And I'm like, no, nah, man, I'm not going to get in the car. I'm going to fucking walk into the gas station. I'll see you guys over there. I, the last thing I fucking need is to get pulled over. Right. So I stumble. I jaywalk. I stumble across the fucking street, head like right to the cop car. I don't even know what the fuck was going in my mind. Uh, I found a dark alleyway. I took it. I was gone for, I want to say, like 45 minutes. The guys were waiting at the gas station for me. I finally show up, and they're like, where the fuck are you? Half of them are like out of the car, throwing up in the gas station trash cans. I mean, we were fucking annihilated. Uh, yeah, that, that's that's my uh, too fucked up story. <laughs> nothing. The cop left you guys alone? Nothing. Oh, yeah. I don't even think it was in the car. I think it was just paranoia. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, that'd be hilarious that that's what they do they just leave one cop car there just to like you know proceed value like you, yeah you will you know you don't do dumb shit you just see it there but you know i mean it worked it was a deterrent for me i was like oh i can't be fucking here i'm drunk and but did you still do dumb shit though yeah absolutely I, like i jaywalked literally right in front of it like i was trying to avoid the cop and i walked right towards him so yeah I mean, what's it say keep uh Keep your friends close, but keep your enemies closer. Yeah, <laughs> I was going to go give him a hug and tell him he's doing a good job. <laughs> Thanks for protecting our community, sir. Thank you, sir. I appreciate you. Yeah, there were... Sir, please blow into this. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. So I have a, a, a kind of similar story where I was drinking with certain one set of friends, and then I'm walking to this other bar, and I see another set of friends at another bar. So I go in there, have a drink with them, and I'm like, hey, I'm going to this bar if you guys want to come with. They're like, okay, we're walking, walking, walking. And we see a cop car, and one of the guys I'm with says, fuck. I'm like, and before we can even say why, the cop goes, uh, I think his name was Tyler. I forget, but it was, it's not you, but it's, um, he goes, Tyler. And he goes, I'm fucked. I have, a, I have like two uh, warrants out for my arrest. Oh, and this cop knows it. So just because I went into this bar, grabbed them, told them to go walk to this other bar with me, this kid gets fucking picked up and gets arrested for his warrants that he has out. Oh, that that I, mean, I felt bad, but then I'm like, it's don't, have, fuck, warrants don't have warrants out. <laughs> but I kind of, when you said that kind of reminded me of the story because, you know, like you're walking past a cop car through an alleyway and boom, there's one and he got fucked. So he's like, I don't care. Like, so, but anyways, back to your story. Yeah. Who ordered the shots of the whiskey? Right. Uh, the buddy that, that came from out of town. I don't know. I don't understand like 
his method with it. We we got there and he was like, "Let's get three dead Nazis." I was like, "I don't know what that is, but it sounds terrible." I'm no. normally like a Long Island drinker. I'll have like four or five throughout the night. Yeah, beers to chase it down, whatever. All right, so your friend is absolutely the asshole. Absolutely. Yes, absolutely. Like <laughs> I had no idea what a what a what a three dead Nazi yeah. shot was before I even had it. Like they poured this glass in front of us and they started pouring stuff in it. And I'm looking at, I'm like. This doesn't sound good. That sounds like terrible taste and mouthfeel altogether. So it's like thick because of the Jaeger. It's sharp because of the vodka. And it's got this terrible fucking mint taste to it. Uh It is the worst drink I have ever had in my entire life. No matter how close I was to blacking out at that point in time, that was the limit. And I was still like my taste buds were in full swing, had that thing. And it was just god awful. Yeah, I would um, never want to do something like that. Mm Mm-mm. Like, I don't even barely like doing shots, anything like that. Uh, you know, let's see, there's... um. It's just Rumpelmans and Jaeger. Is it? Yeah. yeah. I thought there was another one in it. Maybe maybe he had, like, his own variation of it, you know? Bartenders be crazy, I'm telling you. Yeah. Okay, there's one called Three Nazis. The Three Nazis. Yeah, uh, Jaeger, Gold, and Rumpel. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so the the dead Nazi is Rumpelmans and Jaeger. Yeah. And then the three Nazis is Goldschlager. Goldschlager. It just like that just brings me back to just so much PTS. Why do we have to name drinks like that? I don't. I don't know. They're German, so German names, whatever. I don't know who's even out there ordering that. Right. Enough to give it a name. Right. You know, like the same people out there ordering snowshoes. What the fuck is a snowshoe? Uh, Wild Turkey 101 and Rumplemints. Ah. So you think you're doing a shot of Rumplemints, and about 20 minutes later, that Wild Turkey 101 starts working some beautiful magic on you. Ah. Yeah. I feel like that's a bad time. Sadists. So what you do is you order that shot at last call. You you uh you order everyone a dead knot or not, Jesus Christ. You order everyone (laughs) everyone a snowshoe, but yourself. You order yourself a Rumplemints. Because everyone thinks they're doing rumpies, and then tournaments later, you're just laughing at them because they're all puking and having horrible nights. Oh, yeah, no, pass on that. Yeah. All right. So, okay. So, you know, just looking at this through the perspective of story wise, right? We all have that asshole friend that has us do shots of dumb shit that we don't want to do. The severity of that said shot is definitely on the worser side of things. Yeah. Um, you know, so I give the story a two four. Because it's just this, and then the, and then you guys walking past the cop car, you know, and trying not to get picked up, but you are asking to get picked up subconsciously, yeah, absolutely, you know, and but nothing happened, and then you got lost, and your friends were still nice enough to wait for you instead of just say, "Well, fuck I don't him. know if they were waiting or if they just got to the gas station and, and immediately, yeah, <laughs> immediately got out of the car and started throwing up because of the shot, right. and then maybe they didn't realize forty five minutes long had passed because you know you're drunk and time is just no longer right. of the, value. It's, it's only a construct at that point. <laughs> right. I, I've never been yelled at so hard by my wife in my entire life. It was possibly the ugliest conversation i've ever had i don't remember much of it i remember walking in and her just immediately screaming at me because right. that's the worst thing you've done yeah you've got leaps and bounds over the guy next to me <laughs> <laughs> there's someone sitting on your left hand side that guy yeah humphrey bogart over there <laughs> <laughs> that's hands down me getting fucked up is like possibly the worst thing i've ever done in my marriage just getting too fucked up being too late scheduling like a time like hey i'll be home at like 12 Right. And I don't come home to like three thirty or four. Yeah, just come in and stumbling. What? Sounds like at least he comes home. I do at some point. <laughs> <laughs> Could be a day or two. God damn! <laughs> it's never been in two days. It's sometimes like... it's what? 
Cops pounding on my door. No. <laughs> really? Do tell. Um, okay, so. <laughs> this is a Patreon story. <laughs> it's fine. We'll get, this is, okay, so if you want to support us, we do have a Patreon. This is a glimpse of what some of our Patreon is. We're going to talk to uh, Tyler later on it and talk about his bartending and his podcast a little bit more. But here's a sneak peek of some previous stuff. So there was one night I was driving home from in Cedar Rapids, and I decided I am too drunk to drive. And so I am walking to the house, and all of a sudden, I get tackled from behind. There's a cop who tackles me in our neighbor's yard, and he said he'd been trying. I'm, again, walking, right? He goes, I've been trying to get you to stop. You haven't stopped, so you're, like, fleeing. I'm like, what are you talking about? My house is right there. And uh, tackles me, arrests me for public intox. Oh, my fucking God. So then she, about an hour, she has no idea that I was literally that close to home. I, I, I was asleep. Mm-hmm. I had no idea what was happening. And then she gets a knock at the door asking if I'm home. And it's getting like 3 o'clock in the morning, 3.30 in the morning. And she's like, no, I don't know where he's at, blah, 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 this or that. And do you know where he is? No, do you? I don't. <laughs> no, they don't. That cop doesn't know where I'm at, and she doesn't know where I'm at. And, and then this cop proceeds to tell me. Where he's at? No. Nope. <laughs> where his car is. Oh, where's his car? <laughs> at a stop sign. You're fucking kidding so me. I running. Got, running. You're fucking kidding open. me. With my front door You open. just got out at a stop sign. You're like, oh, I'm too drunk. Time <laughs> to go. Yep. <laughs> Fuck, Carl. <laughs> at least I did the right thing. $3,000 like, with a camera gear in the backseat. Oh, yeah. you were so lucky. Yeah. <laughs> you were so and, fucking lucky. Um. So, yeah. So, I had just, I hadn't even got processed yet. So, when they did a search for the, my type, for the name of my car, I was not processed yet downtown, so they couldn't put two and two together. So I only got arrested for a public intox and had to pay a fine to get the car towed out. See, I've never been busted being too fucked up. Not oh, once. I, I get, it, it used to be his MO. If it, he wasn't home, he was in jail. That's awesome. Yeah. That's awesome. <laughs> Did you have a special cell that you'd go to every time? <laughs> the a, drunk a, tank. A, yeah? A cuddle buddy. <laughs> oh, Tim, it's you again. I've been, I've been arrested one time, and it was for uh, fighting and shoplifting. It was like the same day, yeah. and I, I got into a fight. There was uh, three guys that got my ass beat, and I was like fucked up. And I went to the Kmart. I think I might have been like 16 or something. And I walked into the Kmart, and I went to the the bandage aisle, and I fucking just grabbed a box, start opening it up, start putting them all over my face and shit. And the security guy, as I was walking out of the store, because I didn't pay for anything, and I started walking out, and the guy basically tackled me, brought me to the back of the store. Then the cop showed up, and he's like, oh, you're one of the guys that got into a fight. So you were fighting and you're shoplifting. Get in the car. Ugh. So never fucked up, though. I've right. never left my car at a stop sign. <laughs> you know, I thought I was doing the right thing. I I mean. I'll give it to you if you just, like, pulled over a little bit more. Yeah. Right. And shut the door, shut the car off, locked it. <laughs> you think you would have been busted if you, if you would have, you know, turned the car off and parked it? I would have still got public. Public intox. You sure. think you still would have gotten it? Because I don't know. I again, I don't remember the walk. I don't remember leaving my car or walking home. I just remember getting tackled. Like that's when I woke up. You mm-hmm. know, it's like boom. Like I'm like, what the fuck is going on? Then I'm like, I just live right there. So I don't give a fuck. And I'm like, what the fuck? And I remember going because now at this point I'm pissed that I got arrested right there. And I remember like getting processed, and the processing officer go, "What's your height and weight?" I go, "It's all my license plate, motherfucker." And, oh my. and he goes. You're gonna be the last person processed in the morning. Blah blah blah. Be a smart ass and throws me in, and I'm the first person processed because my last name's Bush, and they went alphabetical order. But did you give him a middle finger as you were walking out? No. Oh, I would have fucking yeah. dog eyed him yeah. the whole time. 
he probably wasn't even there because mm. of the third shift, the first yep. shift, you know. But anyways. So, yeah, if you want to hear more lovely stories like that, go to our Patreon for $3 a month. You oh, can it's, it's going to get brutal in the next episode. I've got some stories. There we go. <laughs> so, rating-wise, I gave my rating, correct? Yes. Okay. Riley, your rating? Um, well, that story sounds like a night out with Carl's friend Jet, and Carl frequently disappears. So, again, I'm going to go low. I'm going to go two. I'm going to have to hear your guys' five stories. <laughs> I'm going to have to hear them on the Patreon episode. <laughs> it's, we have some doozies. Man. I have some doozies. The, there was a life before Riley and yes. a, right, a, a life after Riley, and they're mm. kind of different. Yep. Some of them. But the, the transition was a little rough. Right. <laughs> it takes time. It takes time. Us guys, we got to get whatever uh, little spunk we got left you gotta out. You got to get your wild out. Yeah, dude. And every relationship I've ever jumped into, like the first like two or three months, it's mm-hmm. just me going balls to the walls. <laughs> well, it was that, but then it's also Riley never went like balls to the wall. No. So she's mm-hmm. riding this wave of like, what the fuck are we doing? Having fun and like also trying, you know, like, it, yeah. you know, I'm my, showing her how to have fun. My wife's the same way. I've seen her drunk. We've been together for five years now. I think I've seen her drunk, drunk, maybe twice. Oh, I get drunk, drunk, but I'm also just like not a person that causes problems mm-hmm. ever. Like when I get too drunk, I just want to go to bed. So whenever you see him on his wild shit, what do you do? Like, do you just, you just try to rein him in, and if he doesn't obey, you I just let him go? I have him on occasion. You fold him down? N- no, I'm trained in standing restraints, but... He's <sighs> <laughs> fucking ninja. I'm scared of you. <laughs> so am I, but I still like to poke the bear. Goddamn, Carl, you live poke life poke vicariously. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, what do you write your own story, sir? Oh, I could barely remember it, so I'd probably give it a uh, uh, two. Two. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, and like that's what again. If you want to share your story, they don't. We're not asking for fives all the time. We're just looking for fun stories because right. they're all fun. Sometimes the ones are the most fun nights you have out. Mm-hmm. Just because it's not wild and crazy doesn't mean it's not fun. I just right. wish I could remember more of them. Right? <laughs> like there, I have a time when I was on Easy Street and we were when Easy Street was open and they used to do like dollar fifty pitchers. Mm-hmm. We went in there, I think Jake and I were it was the first time me actually really hanging out with Jake and we sat down at the bar and we got like seven or eight pitchers and she only charged us for like two of them. <laughs> and we we were fucking killing them. Just right. Back to back. I mean we, we both had seven pitchers to ourselves God. and then we left there. Oh they're the mini pitchers. Yeah. Okay. So we left there like <laughs> enough like, for like how are you not peeing the whole time? The enough yeah. for enough for like, you know, you get like maybe three actual beers out of this thing. Um so then we left there, we went to back pocket, had my first uh murder horn. Uh-huh. Okay. Which was fucking amazing, uh-huh. but it's ten percent. Yeah, and I've been drinking for hours. Right. I mean, I'm at probably like three hours into drinking, and uh, I, I had this murder horn, and they showed me the barcade. We went back upstairs. It was time to go, and I they they warned me about the step. They were like, "Hey, there's a step right here. Watch out!" And I said, "What step?" And I fell down the stairs. So <laughs> you know, Dubuque, Dubuque, yeah. good time. All right. I remember one of our first nights when we moved to Dubuque six years ago. Or I think we were up here for something. I think we were filming a wedding or something. I don't remember what. I just remember we were parking, and we were going to Seven Hills. And I just remember this drunk guy goes, "You're not drunk unless you're Dubuque drunk or something like that." It was it was something basically saying that. God, I can't even remember what he said, but it was part of a song. Oh, it was. Yeah. But he was just basically saying like, "We get drunk here in Dubuque 
because yeah. that's all we like to do, you know, or something like it was. And I'm like, this is the town we're about to fucking move to. If you meet a, like an actual Dubuque, Dubuquean, Dubuque guy, whatever you want to call him, mm-hmm. if you come up and you cut them, they will bleed bush light. Right. Yeah. They will bleed bush light. I remember my first day out here, uh, I was working out at Newt Marina and they were like, what's your favorite type of beer? And I, you know, it threw me off because I wasn't talking to anybody, but it, right. they, they asked me it was lunch. I was like, oh, I normally drink like, um, fuck, I can't even think of the, the beer right now. Green Bell, Heineken, my bad. Yep. I, uh, I normally drink Heineken. Yep. And they were like, oh, well, you're not going to fit in here. I'm like, why? And they're like, we drink Bush Light. Yeah. Okay. I, well, all right. Yeah. And then uh, I ended up getting a ride home from that guy because I didn't have a car at the time. And he stopped at the gas station. He walked out with like three 30 packs of Bush Light. And he's like, oh, I'll have this finished by tomorrow. I was like, holy fuck, yeah. where am I? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It is always weird when people just, how many Bush Lights or Coors Light they just pound in like in the night, you know, and their friends are drinking one or two beers and they got like six put away. And I'm like, see, if you just upgraded your beer, you don't need to have six beers. Yeah, you're going to spend need... the same amount of money. Right. Yeah. Probably more, honestly. Get a, get a four pack of sours. You'll be fine, man. Right. You'll exactly. be trashed. Exactly. All right. Uh, what? Okay. So we did that. We did that. We did that. We did that. All right. What else would you like to plug, Tyler, here? Because it's been a fun little story or a fun little podcast. I honestly uh, can't appreciate you guys enough for having me on. Uh, if you guys would like to check out my podcast, it's called The Men of Misfortune. Uh, you can find us wherever you guys get your podcast. We have a Patreon. If you guys want to email us, it's Men of Misfortune. It's metamisfortune at gmail.com. Uh, we've got an Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, you name it, we got it. So I hope to see you guys over there. Perfect. Link will be in the description again of any podcast platform we are on. And don't forget, don't be a dick, tip your bartenders, and drink responsibly.